This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Allen. Here's today's headlines. Tariffs aren't in play yet, White House emphasizes. U.S. tariffs challenged at WTO and CFTC examines the farm economy. Reassuring farmers, the White House says tariffs are in the negotiating phase. The White House is trying to calm farmers' jittery nerves about President Trump's escalating trade disputes with China. White House spokesman Hogan Gidley emphasized to reporters yesterday that the proposed tariffs aren't in play yet and that the U.S. and China are still in a negotiating phase. These are proposals. Nothing has been enacted. Yesterday evening, Trump raised the stakes in the dispute by announcing he's considering opposing an additional $100 billion in tariffs on China, that in addition to the $50 billion already planned. Trump said rather than remedy its misconduct, China has chosen to harm our farmers and manufacturers, referring to the Chinese threat to retaliate against U.S. soybeans and other exports. Trump also said he was authorizing Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue to, quote, implement a plan to protect our farmers and agriculture interests. Purdue has already said he's looking at options for compensation, but hasn't disclosed what those might be. Separately, White House Trade Advisor Peter Navarro told CNBC yesterday that Purdue had, quote, given very, very strong support to Trump's trade strategy. Navarro said Purdue is working with the president to make sure that we have the backs of farmers. China takes U.S. tariffs to WTO. Prior to Trump's announcement yesterday evening, China took the first step in challenging the U.S. at the World Trade Organization over the president's proposal to impose $50 billion worth of tariffs on Chinese goods to punish the country for intellectual property theft. In a request for consultation, the first step in a trade challenge, China argues that the tariffs would violate WTO rules. The WTO will form a dispute panel if the two countries cannot work out the problem on their own. House committee sets hearing. Count of the trade dispute being at the top of lawmakers' minds as they return to Washington next week after a two-week recess. House Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady announced yesterday that he will hold a hearing on Thursday on the potential impact of a trade war. In enforcing our trade laws, we should always take a targeted approach to address unfair practices while avoiding harm to U.S. workers and job creators, said Brady. The chairman said he is committed to making sure we make all the appropriate adjustments to avoid unintended negative consequences to the U.S. economy. Peterson, very worried about floor debate on the farm bill. The top Democrat of the House Agriculture Committee, Colin Peterson, doubts the Republican farm bill can pass the House without Democratic support. In an open mic interview, Peterson also says he's worried that Democrats who in the past have voted to protect farm programs will instead support floor amendments to cut them. Peterson said, I'm very worried about what could happen with amendments on sugar policy, crop insurance, and other issues. Now, the full interview will be posted Sunday at agripulse.com. Farm loans performing well. Borrowing is up. Despite the tough farm economy, agriculture lenders are in good shape. That according to officials with the Farm Credit Administration, who briefed the Commodity Futures Trading Commission yesterday in Kansas City. 
Steve Coding, an FCA economist, says that only 1% of farm credit system loans are non-performing and that the system's capital-to-asset ratio rose to nearly 17% last year. The farm credit system accounts for about 40% of farm loans, with commercial banks providing another 40%. Coding said even USDA's direct farm loan program is performing better than they had expected, given the difficulty some farmers have had the last few years. Still, with farm income down, producers are having to borrow more heavily to cover operating costs, and risk management is more important than ever for farmers when margins are tight, said Coding. It's easy to make money when prices are good, not as easy when prices are not. Yesterday's meeting of the CFTC's Agriculture Advisory Committee was the first of its kind since 2015 and reflects a new sensitivity to the farm sector by the agency's three commissioners, none of whom served three years ago. In an opening statement, Commissioner Brian Quintes says futures markets and crop insurance are the cornerstone of the farm safety net. They work together to ensure that farmers do not lose access to credit in a very volatile industry so that farmers can continue to provide Americans and the world with high-quality, low-cost food. CME seeks to reassure CFTC on block trades. Officials with the CME group sought to assure the CFTC that they are carefully watching the new block trading that's taking place in agricultural markets. Block trades are privately negotiated transactions above a certain size that take place outside the open market but still have to be reported to CME. Tim Andreessen, CME's Managing Director for Agriculture Products, said block transactions are still an extremely small part of overall commodity trading and actually are more transparent than the -the over-the-counter trading that has long existed. He said one of the things that the block market will do is ensure that private transactions will be seen more readily by market participants. From January 8th through March 23rd, there were 220 block trades in agriculture commodities out of 34 million total futures and options transactions. Eighty of those block trades involve corn. Heat bills on EPA chief. Speculation continues to grow about EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt's future amid the constant stream of accusations that he misused public resources. President Trump told reporters on Air Force One yesterday that Pruitt is doing, quote, a fantastic job. He's been very courageous. But Trump also said he still needed to make a decision about Pruitt's future based on the reports swirling around him. Gidley, the White House spokesman, said earlier in the afternoon that the reports, quote, do raise questions, and we expect that Administrator Pruitt will answer those questions. Pruitt's problems only deepened after the New York Times reported yesterday afternoon that at least five EPA officials were reassigned or demoted or requested new jobs after they raised concerns about the administrator's spending and management. One of the officials was a political appointee who was placed on administrative leave without pay after he reported his concerns to the White House personnel office. Here's today's He Said It. The president's the best negotiator on the planet, and he uses all means and methods to protect this country and to protect the workers and businesses in America, and that's what he's going to do in this instance. That White House spokesman, Hogan Gidley. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.